Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. We're salty today. Are we? Yeah, we're recording. (laughs) We're back. We are back. I know we say that a lot, like, we're back, (laughs) but then you just saying, back to school, back to school. (laughs) Insert Billy Madison awkwardness, wait for the bus. In all the great quotes. I know. An underutilized movie. I've got my boots tied tight, my kids singing along. (laughs) Every year, my husband, I'm like, here we go. It's, I mean, we need to bring that song back. We need to bring that movie back. Stop looking at me, Swan. That is one of my favorite Favorite lines. Shampoo Who is better. better. I go on first. <laughs> <laughs> and there we are. Oh, did you miss us? Did you miss us, friends? Because yes. we missed you. This is our first time recording in the studio. Maybe a month? Since, yeah. Maybe, yeah, I think all month. I don't know that we've been in the studios mm-hmm. in August. It was, a, it was a crazy month. It was. So um, we're very happy to be back and, and recording and back to normal schedule routine. Yes. And if this is your first time listening, or if you're a new listener to Crazy Zen Life... I am so sorry about Billy Madison, but we're so happy you're here. <laughs> yes. We are so happy. Thank you. And if you are a current Zen friend returning, welcome back. Same sentiment. Yep. <laughs> we're still happy to have you. Yes, we're so happy. We love. Oh, we have a ton of new listeners lately. I know. It's just been very exciting. Yes. We need to get back on the map and see, like, do we have any new countries represented? We should. I love when we get international followers. Me too. I know. I'm like waving the flags. I know. I feel like it, it's just going to be like our reason to go on a, like a world tour. Where like, I mean, maybe we'll see like four people, but still. <laughs> four people is exciting. A tour is a tour. <laughs> right. Okay. It doesn't matter how many people you have. I mean. We're touring for ourselves. Not like you two or something. Like, we're just we're just doing it. Not yet. Not yet. You know. Well, you know who else is really cool? I know who's cool. Because she has the best name ever. She Miss really does. Mickey Grizzle. Woo! <laughs> Insert studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be a rapper. You could. You really could. I've been told. Yeah. It's a, it's really it's a solid last name. I know. It's, I'm married for it. Yeah. Do you have <laughs> any like cool nicknames? Grizz. Grizz. We go Grizz. Just Grizz. Mm-hmm. Just Grizz. Uh, my husband used all to have things a, are flying through a, my head right now. A bear claw tatted on his chest. Stop. Yeah. It got covered up when I got married. It was bad. What did but, you get covered up with? Yeah. A Florida Lee. Oh, really? Oh, At, okay. um, when you get a tattoo when you're 17, probably, mm-hmm. after so many years. Just embedded. The bear claw looked like a birthday cake. Oh. Like the paws were like candles. Oh, yeah. Candles. <laughs> and I was like. Can you totally see this? That I has can't. to go. You're like, I can't. I can't look at the candles. No. Right. I was like, you're going to ruin all of our honeymoon pictures with that. I need it covered up. <laughs> It was terrible. It looked like a prison tent. <laughs> <laughs> Whose birthday are you celebrating? I know. My All own. year round. Yeah. It's just, just mine. Just an angry bear. Just an angry bear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Nikki Grizzle is here today from Blessings in a Backpack, and she is the chief marketing officer. I am. And we are super excited to chat about all things blessings today. Awesome. Thanks this for is, having me, ladies. Yeah. This has been a long time coming, and we really appreciate your patience in getting, like, scheduling, because oh, you've been, been so flexible. You've probably been the most uh, rescheduled podcast mm. guest 
Because I think maybe we tried four times yeah. to get you here, and there was always something like really But crazy. when it does happen, that's when the magic happens. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. But so. to, you know, it's a very great moment. It's a great moment to have you in because... Yeah, it's perfect. You know, going back to school, mm-hmm. we're all in that sentiment of like, you know, kids, routine, shoving them out the door. Mm-hmm. So tell us about Blessings in a Backpack for those who are not familiar with the organization. So Blessings in a Backpack is a nonprofit organization, and we are based here in Louisville, Kentucky. So we started here in Louisville. Whoop, whoop. Woo! Uh, so take great pride in that. And what we do is we supply children that live in food insecure households with bags of food over the weekend when there's no school breakfast or lunch. And so every Friday the kids go home with food to sustain them over the weekends when there's no breakfast or lunch. Wow. And how long has this organization... So we just celebrated our 10th year as a 501c3. Oh, and so cool. we ran for a few years um, through another nonprofit and then decided, you know, it was big enough that it was mm-hmm. going to have its own legs. And so we became a 501c3 in 2008. Mm-hmm. So we've just celebrated 10 years. Yay. And yeah, so what started here in one little school is in 1,100 schools now across the United States. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. What um, What school did it start in? Roosevelt Perry, down on 16th and Broadway. Yeah, oh. so we started feeding 50 children there and then moved in, moved on in Louisville, and then it grew legs and is all over the place. We're in 45 states in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. Yeah. that's I didn't realize it was that big. It's Me neither. Big. It's our little baby. That, it's a big baby. I know. <laughs> so a big old baby. And it's something that we can all get behind because we've – We've all been through the school system. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a product of public school, so was Shannon. And and you know, you it's something that we can kind of look back and see like this is this has been something yeah. that's been going on for a long time. Um, so when it when blessings began, what was um, who developed this? Okay, so the history is amazing. Um, so there was a woman here in town. Her name is Missy Hammerstrom, and she worked for a law firm here in town and was doing a community event with the United Way. And she was out in one of the schools, and she was eating lunch with the kids in the cafeteria. And a little girl asked her for her apple. And she was like, oh, are you still hungry? Do you want me to go get you something else to eat? And she said, no, I want to take it home this weekend so I have something to eat. So Missy started talking to her, and she was like, yeah, a lot of times I don't have food at home over the weekends. I try to take stuff home for me and my siblings. And Missy was like, no, this cannot happen. Right. And so she went home, and... um, her sweet husband told him to clean out the garage that she needed the space and she went to Target that night and bought all the food and all the backpacks and packed a bunch of bags and her husband will say he never got his garage back and (laughs) so um, she did it on her own for a while and then kind of elevated it up and it's grown since then Uh, Missy passed away of um, back She's probably been passed away like eight years now. Oh, wow. And so we hate that Missy never got to see what she started. Um, But we are extremely close with Missy's daughter, still Kayla, and her son Kendall and her husband. And they're still heavily involved with blessings. And um, we just love that Kayla gets to see. She's actually on our Louisville board. And she's living her mom's legacy. And we're just Mm -hmm. so happy that, you know, we've got them on board and they support us. And we know that Missy's watching us from above Aww. isn't that beautiful how one action one apple to, we say yeah. it all started with an apple it all sounds an apple wow so does every backpack get an apple sometimes <laughs> they do sometimes they don't we would yeah. love to say they do but yeah. um just knowing like your quintessential like this is what everybody thinks of when they go back to school like apples bring an apple to your teacher this yeah. little apple literally started this entire movement yeah 
wow, I did not realize it was yeah. something so simple. So and yet, simple. And we've kept it that way. Like, that's yeah. what we do. So you're, are you still filling the backpacks, or are they are they like are they legit backpacks, or are they like in bags? some cases, yeah. So it's changed, it's morphed over the years. Um, we still supply backpacks to kids if they need them. Um, what we learned over the years is that there's so many great organizations now that come on board for back to school and do back to school drives. You know, mm-hmm. communities really rally around back to school, and they don't let their kids go without in these communities. And so we learned that they were we were like double giving them backpacks. And so if you can imagine, like a five year old with two bags, he's like tumbling, getting on the bus. Yeah. And so um, in some cases, if the schools haven't had that support from their community, we'll still send them backpacks. If not, um, we use their existing bags, and it kind of goes down drop the food in their existing bags yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, what has been your how has this affected you since you began working in buses? oh so when i had my first child you know you always like get slapped in your face like what am i doing if i have to leave to go to work it has to be for a reason mm-hmm. you want to do something you're proud of you want to do something that you can like share i just had this huge epiphany like i don't want to leave this little girl if it's not for like a better cause um and so that was eight years ago i've been at blessings um we had four employees i think i was the fifth um and it's it has i think it's made me a better parent i think it's made me you know sometimes we get so wrapped up that we don't get to teach our children things that we want to teach them because it takes extra effort and i feel like this is my way of almost being somewhat of a lazy parent because it's like they're learning this because it's what I do every single day yeah and they know it they have you know all been raised in it they know that that's what mom does and that there's a problem out there and there's an issue and Mm -hmm. you never can look at somebody and judge and see they you know and and hopefully it makes them realize that they're lucky and I'm sure they're tired of me screaming at them when I open the trash can and see a full yogurt and they were like I didn't like it and I'm like there's yogurts everywhere right (laughs) so but yeah I think it's made you you know you get to always be that mom too because you get to go out in the community you get to see these kids that are hugging you and high-fiving you and so happy and you realize how blessed you are and you don't sometimes we get so wrapped up in what we do every day and like dance and carpool and everything and then one little kid can say thank you for this bowl of cereal and it like brings you back down to your reality right I love our gratitude. I know. It really is. I just, I love this so much that, one, this amazing organization started here, but that it has filtered through so many different schools and avenues. How have you guys grown Blessings? I mean, because you said it started with one school, but like, was there an outreach program or how did this work? So in 2012, we were very, very lucky and we got actually chosen as People Magazine's Charity of the Year. Stop. Which is kind of insane because we were going up against like Feeding America and all of these really big named organizations. Mm -hmm. And there's something to be said for the little guy, the underdog. And they chose us. Did you have to submit? Like, was there a contest? There was like a process and they reached out. Uh, Different charities were nominated and then they reached out and we gave them the information they needed and they chose Blessings. And so that was really our turning point. Um, So 2012, we were featured... We had five feature articles in the magazine throughout the year. Wow. And PSAs on their website and in the article. And so it has literally lived on for years. Um, We still get 
like inquiries and they're like, I just read your article on my dentist's office. I'm like, well, first of all, your dentist should probably clean. <laughs> That's weird. Because right. that magazine's seven years old. I mean, Brad and Jen just probably just, just broke up. Right, right. I mean, those, yeah. those issues. I literally, yes. the first article we were in, I found a box of them the other day at work and it's when Drew Barry, Barry Mortar her husband got married and I'm like, God, they're already divorced. Oh my gosh. That's too funny. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> That's probably a, a lot of those. Yeah. Yes. So, um, but that was kind of like propelled us. Mm-hmm. And we just were inundated with people that wanted to get involved, people that didn't understand the need. And, you know, it's really simple to get involved with our organization. And we've kept it that way because we're so grassroots. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, under 30 employees. And so everything we do is volunteer based. So we also know the importance of volunteers and community and taking something and making it your own. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, People Magazine launched us. We've had a ton of um, organizations on and, and nonprofits and such, and it is a business too. Oh yeah. But what we've learned is all about community and and building that community. Um, what has been the response from the community when you come in, and and how has that changed blessings moving forward? Oh, I mean, so these volunteers, and I've had to do it before, and I'm like, I would not like it's a lot of work, especially if you have like a family and a full time job, and so you really have. To be passionate and you really have to love it and these volunteers first of all are passionate enough to want to start it yeah. and then they're passionate enough to want to keep it and to grow it and it becomes their baby it becomes their thing and we have high school kids that do it we've had a high school in georgia that the juniors started it and they do it junior and senior year and then they pass it down and it's been oh, cool. passed down to the classes year after year after that's year. great and they run it for the elementary school near their high school and it's never stopped like it just keeps going and then we have people that are you know that retire and they're like we want to do something and we want to give back and then they build these huge programs and now they're like this is like a job in itself we're gonna have to retire from you again and then they pass it down (laughs) um and so i mean churches synagogues um ptas corporations we have huge corporations that adopt schools um and then one individual you know it's we really run the gamut of Mm -hmm. who runs our programs and I think it's just that education, once people realize that it's a problem that they can help solve, it becomes so much. It turns into, yes, you started a blessings program and you're giving them food on the weekends, but then you're adopting the kids for the holidays and making sure that they have coats and making sure they have shoes and uniforms and reading. It is just, you know, So it goes past food. Oh, always. I always say it's more than just the food. What starts off, it's the food. But it's also these kids knowing that there's somebody in their community that loves them that doesn't have to. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not your mom, I'm not your dad, I'm not your grandma, but I care about you. And so do these people that come and they volunteer every Friday and they pack this bag and they give you high fives and they, you know, check in on your test scores and they tell you your hair looks pretty and mm-hmm. just little things that we do every day to our kids that some kids might not get. Right. And so it's just, um, it's more than just the food. Wow. I love that. Me too. And you guys have, again, I mean, you've grown from a small company into mm-hmm. you know what it is now but you've gained a lot of traction through a lot of really um i'm going to say famous faces over the years because yeah. you guys host one of the best parties during derby do you want to share that so we do so we are very lucky that um tanya new york d's and tammy york day the york sisters um york d sisters are um have been involved with blessings since the very beginning and so when they started the unbridled eve derby gala they brought us on board and so we have been the beneficiary of unbridled eve um since 2012 
uh, and it's a way that we really get in front of celebrities, but the corporations that they bring in. Because of this gala, we have our largest corporate donor because they met us back in 2012 at this party. They learned about what we do, and ever since then, they have stuck with us. They come on, bo- they've came on board as a donor, and they've grown. So they are literally our largest donor. Mm-hmm. Is through this derby party and it is a night that you know this we get to dress up as the staff but we also get to get in front of all of these different people that we wouldn't have access to if not for this event Mm -hmm. and so it's fun it's you know a way to spotlight louisville and spotlights us we're proud that we're from louisville we like to believe we're among the ranks of the kentucky derby and the slugger museum and kfc all which are also blessing stoners and so um (laughs) we take pride in like this is our hometown it's awesome and it makes people laugh they're like where are you based when i'm on the phone with them in their like Mm -hmm. northern and i'm like oh we're in louisville kentucky they're like oh oh really yeah Yeah. i always love i love the surprise that people get like louisville really like yeah (laughs) it's a place we wear shoes yeah exactly Mm -hmm. we do really Really? yeah that head Mm -hmm. tilt Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love it. I, I say this all the time. I don't think I'll ever leave because, number one, it, this community here has been, is so giving. Yeah. We are so connected. I mean, it, I know we can differ about, like, you know, red and blue, but at the end of the day, we are so drawn together because um, the degree of separation is, like, half a person. No, it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it, is mm-hmm. it is weird. So we all feel connected, and I feel like that's why we this community is so great. Um, can you – what have you learned about hunger in America – Oh, since wow. doing since starting and I remember okay. like my first week there and they gave me the school list and then it was probably 25,000 kids but it had the list and the names and the towns of all the schools and I remember there was a school in Sanibel Island Florida and I have a vacation there you know it's mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't couldn't even afford a vacation there really and I was like what do you mean and they were like there's like that to me was like a huge eye-opener like there is hunger everywhere Mm -hmm. we have a program in the Hamptons oh wow exactly yeah like some (laughs) and you say these names and you're like that's not what you think of you think of affluent and you Mm -hmm. know tv and reality shows but no there so it's everywhere it is literally everywhere and it's not just in um communities where you think it's going to be it's not just inner city it's rural it's everywhere you can imagine there is some form of hunger there is like 13 to 15 million children in the United States that don't have access to food the way they should. Oh, wow. Do you attribute that to more like the food desert mentality now that there's a, what we've what we've been talking about yeah. more of not having access? There is a lot when it comes to the food desert, but then there's just, you know, the funds to mm-hmm. be able to not only eat, but to eat healthy or to be able to get the nutrients that you need to grow or to be able to have enough. Um, you know, there's SNAP benefits or things like that. And we, we are we're not political. We don't have any, we get zero government funding. Mm-hmm. And so because we've all learned that sometimes, you know, we can't rely on it because it's, you never know if you're going to get it back. Right. So we have tried to steer clear of government funding for years so that we can control what we do. Um, and so that the government assistance that people get, it ebbs and it flows. And sometimes, you know, we're more in need in certain places than we are in other places. And then there's so much that can change. We're doing an event in Panama City, uh, Florida next weekend. And if we would have done it this time last year, there would have been 300 kids at this location that could have benefited us after the hurricane. Now we're packing like 5,000 bags because there's that many more people that have not been able to get back on their feet after that hurricane. And Mm -hmm. so 
there is so much that affects it that you just don't even think about sometimes. Yeah. Natural disasters, the, the economy, just, you know, the members, the number of people in a household. It's just, there's so many different factors and it's everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Wow. Your kids go to school with kids that could use our program. Mm -hmm. You know, my kids go to school. Everybody's kid has somebody in their class that is struggling with something. And a lot of times it's hunger. Yeah. And it's so, there's so many things that you don't realize what hunger leads to. You know, you've got that kid in your classroom that constantly acts up and they're constantly going to the office and they're constantly in trouble. They could be hungry. I'm not the same person when no. I'm hangry. I mean, I don't learn. No. I'm just snapping back at everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And so mm -hmm. can you imagine if it's Monday morning and the first thing you're supposed to do is, you know, I'm so grateful that there are, that most all schools have breakfast now. Every mm -hmm. school has breakfast now. But can you imagine if your bus is late and you don't get that breakfast and you haven't had anything to eat since Friday in the cafeteria? Or even if you have had, even if you do it's get minimal. that breakfast, it's minimal. You don't have much, especially right. if you've gone all weekend. Can you imagine trying to sit still, trying to learn, trying to retain, trying to behave? Yeah. We all get hangry. I have like an alter ego when I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Her name's Elizabeth. So, um, <laughs> so I know. And um, I love that you named her. Well, she sounds so proper. Just well, it's funny because it's actually my real name. Oh, it's oh. And so when I was in college, if I'd get hungry, my best friend would be like, Elizabeth's coming out. <laughs> get her some chips and salsa. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I get it. And um, anything we can do to help these kids, it's it's simple. It's food. Yeah. Wow, it's so simple. We take it for granted. We all do. Do you guys take all types of food? I mean, perishables, non-perishables? So or is there the a way, le legality? Yeah, like so the way our program works is because we kind of operate not like a food bank. So a food bank, which the food bank here in town has a backpack program. We love it. We also say that we would never compete with an organization. We mm -hmm. like to run parallel with other organizations that do what we do because, like I said, that 13 to 15 million number, there's not one organization that can solve that problem. Sure. Right. So there's no zero-sum solution. We love the community that is what we do as well. Um, but we purchase our food so that we know that we can help control the menus. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of different than um, people donating food. We try to steer clear of that in most places because you all know when it's like time for a food drive, you're like digging through your pantry, like where's the cream of mushroom soup and you yeah. know, things like that. And we don't want that for our kids. We want our kids to have access to things that every kid should have access to. Mm -hmm. And so we purchase the food and we work with a lot of great partners across the United States. Cisco has really helped us deliver um, great menus and we work with them every year on new non-perishable kid-friendly. We always say kid-friendly because, you know, if a kid doesn't want to eat it, they're not going to eat it. Right. If a kid's yeah. not used to eating it, they're not going to know what to do with it. Um, we try to stay non-perishable, shelf-stable, kid-friendly. Um, if we send home canned goods, we really make sure it's like in a, it has a pop-top lid. Because mm. uh, a lot of times these kids are opening it, preparing it themselves. There may not be an electricity. There may not be a parent. I mean, I still am 37 years old, and those handheld can openers, I'm like, Rah! I don't know how to use this thing. Mm -hmm. So... Um, we try to steer clear of um, things that we know the kids won't eat, but things that still have those, you know, nourishing, and they can last over the weekend. Mm -hmm. So um, we do our menu. Can you give some examples besides yeah. like the cans? Like what else do you? Yeah. So I, we I'm are very goal, intrigued. Yeah. This. So our goal is to do in all of our menus the minimum is two entrees, two breakfast, and two snacks. And so we have a really great partnership now with Kellogg. They came on board years ago, and they were able to cut us a deal on the bowl packs, the cereal bowl packs, mm -hmm. so that we can provide those. And we're providing kids with, like, name brand cereals. Like, they 
see there's name recognition. Marketing is everywhere, mm-hmm. whether we like it or not, or we mm-hmm. love it because that's what we do for a living. Sure. Um, they're going to want to see. They're going to want to eat what every other kid gets to eat. Mm-hmm. Not, so um, we do the bowl pack cereals. We do um, a lot of um, canned pasta, soups in the winter, things that are hearty and that they can share if they need to. And then, um, you know, granola bars, cheese on cheese, crackers. The big one the kids love is beef jerky because... That's Brittany's favorite food. Love, I, mean, I love beef jerky. I know. Mm-hmm. Just it's, regular beef jerky. Yep. Don't make it fancy. Just... Nope regular and so it's like it's actually really good i mean like that's sustainable yeah Yeah. and it's protein and so when you're looking at non-shelf or you know shelf stable items you really have to figure out like how to get that protein in there how to get the dairy in there Mm -hmm. um different things like that so um so you really have to be inventive yeah and we really get excited when there's like new items out there you know, there's a shelf-stable cheese stick, and, like, the whole office is, like, half-having and doing, like, cartwheels because it's, like, we can give cheese now. We can give dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, and with a lot of the relationships we've developed, they come to us and say, if you had access to this, would you want it? And we're like, yeah. So being able to be in the forefront of kind of developing and seeing those products um, come on the shelves and become available for us has been awesome over the years. Do you have to be cognizant at all with food allergies? We do. We try to steer away from peanuts Mm -hmm. we say you know no peanuts but um we do know that peanut butter is so filling and so so um we as an organization try to say we say no peanuts so we won't provide it in the menus that we provide um but there are cases that we know that this school has cleared it and they know who is allergic or not it all goes in the hands of the school because we're not there so we can't be the ones and so all of our paperwork it says you know we stay away from peanuts and but Mm -hmm. they monitor and so they know that if there is a child with an allergy or even more cautious or if there's not then you know in some cases if we're sitting home if the school wants to do a little extra they go to that because you know what kid doesn't love it if they can have it yeah and Mm -hmm. and it goes so such a long way peanut butter is just um but we did do sun butter. We've done sun butter in the past years. Mm-hmm. Um, we get creative. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you ever work with like local farms or co-ops that would donate fresh produce? We do. And because of our price point, our price point is very small. As long as we have those six items, we always welcome other things if there's people that want to make donations. And so one year, um, McDonald's came in packed bags, McDonald's Corporation, and they brought every kid that morning a warm chocolate chip cookie. And, you know, that can make your day, right? right? That can make your day. And I have my favorite program coordinator. She's here in town. She's like the love of my life. She's been running our programs with me for years. She works at Englehart Elementary. And I got something donated one time and I asked her, I was like, do your kids, I know your kids don't need this, but with, I just said, I don't know if it's right for the bags. And if I don't think the kids need it, it must've been sugar or something. And she was like, it's not always about what they need. Kids are allowed to want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap. So ever since then, if anybody wants to give me anything extra that might not fit into our menu parameters, I'm like, you know what? Why not? Yeah. And so that day McDonald's was like, can I bring warm cookies? I'm like, yes, you can. Yes. Let them be a kid. And smile after a warm cookie. I mean, right? I mean, or, it really is delightful. you know, we get um, groups that bring extra things or They'll want to bring bigger items to add. So we are all for adding as long as we have those six core menu items. And so we do a lot of people that want to do food drives. And I always tell them full-size boxes of cereal and macaroni and cheese. Because we do the bowl packs of cereal, which is great for the individual child. 
But what happens when they go home and there's other kids in the family? And so we had a group this year that did boxes of cereal. They did a food truck event. And instead of their employees having to pay for the food truck, they brought in full-size boxes of cereal. And I got a screenshot of the text message that said when they handed it out in the last school year, this kid like was like, oh, now I can share it with my brother and sister. Oh. And I was like, oh. Right. And so it's just you never know. You never know what's going on in somebody's life. You never know what a little food's going to do. You never know what mm-hmm. a little hug or a handshake or yeah. a high five is going to do for these kids. Oh. And going back to, like, the, you know, technology behind it, I, I bet in, like, five years it's going to be interesting to see maybe what unfolds and what you can place in the backpacks. Like, with the Tetra Packs, with the, tech, you know. So much. Sustainable technology well, that, we're, that we're developing every day. And we're always getting offers for new things. People are like, we have this, we have this. But then we have to step back and think, we run on a really lean price point. Mm-hmm. And so some of these things are amazing. But the price point, it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's like, that would be great, but we can't afford it. Yeah. Um, if something was that was donated that wouldn't oh, be an yeah. issue okay mm-hmm. no yeah. so as long as we do those six items is what we just that's what so our program we feed a child in our program for 130 dollars a school year okay okay so it breaks down to like nothing we we operate on 38 weekend school year and so the menus that we've established those fall into the 130 dollar a price point um and so anything that's extra okay our volunteers either fundraise for or they get donated they do go after fresh fruit um Apples are hearty. Bananas are not. If you've ever seen a banana in the bottom of a backpack, it's not fun. You don't. Ooh, you don't say it. I had one by my purse the other day. I was like, that's disgusting. Disgusting. Did it smell funny? No. Oh. Just, they was just chilling. Yeah. It's gross. So, yeah. We try to stay, you know. <laughs> cuties. The cuties the are probably. Cuties, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything that's hearty. It's got a little meat to its bones that can make it home in the bottom of a first grader's backpack. Right. So, think about it that way. Okay. Wow. So, how can our listeners get involved with this? Yeah, I mean, so now that I've learned, you all are everywhere, all across the world. <laughs> all even. across the world. We really are. Um, <laughs> 14 countries. We like to believe that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are a national organization, so you can just go to blessingsinabackpack.org. We have a map finder on there. You can find out if there's a program in your organization, in our organization, in your community. Um, you can always donate to that program. You can vol- you can volunteer, or if you are really badass you can start your own program if there's not one in your community and that's what we really love people that are like this is a problem in my community and i'm going to solve it we give you the tools to solve it we give you the tools to make it happen whether Mm -hmm. it's your pta group or your sports team or your church or your company at work um anybody can really take this program and make it their own so do you give them like a kind of like a blessings in a box we we do and the the staff is here to support that so we do we walk you through the whole entire process we we walk you through fundraising we walk you through because it is really they are taking on basically just their own little job um we help you with the menu or the food ordering your finances your accounting so that's what the blessing staff does we are like the support team for all of these programs across the country and we try to make it as turnkey as possible for people to be able to take it on and make it their own um so we can sustain these programs well i feel like you said 1100 programs across the u.s you're doing a really badass job really good i mean it's like that i didn't know that number going into this and i'm literally i'm still trying to wrap my head around yeah it's about do you know how many backpacks have gone out since starting oh millions we're at eighty-seven thousand kids right now and so if you think about 
you know, and it fluctuates. Some years, you know, we've been at 92,000. And mm-hmm. so it really ebbs and flows yeah. um, depending on the amount of donations we get, the, those volunteers that we have that will run these programs. Um, so if you think about it, we've been up to as many kids as 92,000 <clears> and sending that bag home for 38 weeks times 92,000 kids, you know. Wow. I mean, millions and millions. Impact. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. So that's like life changing for someone yeah. yeah but not only just like what it offers them you know for their bodies but you feel like someone cares about you oh it's more than just the food it yes, is yeah. like I mean, the community aspect of it all and i think that we yes we're changing these children's lives but even more than that i see that you know the volunteers that we have we're changing their lives like we have such a sense of community amongst our volunteers that have never met face to face but they know each other we have blogs and Facebook pages and you know um, we have an amazing program coordinator down in Florida that is battling cancer right now and it's like everyone's rallied around her we lost one of our program coordinators from Tucson Arizona last year from cancer that had started our program um, and we were all devastated it was like we all remember talking to Nina she was amazing blah, blah, blah. and it's so as an as a staff member I've been around so long that when I actually get to go out and I meet people it's like I am meeting people that I've known my entire lives. They know my mm-hmm. children's names. They know, you know, oh, what is Georgia doing now? You know, and it's like, so I have this outside family of all of these amazing volunteers that in most cases I've never even met. And so um, it's the community. It's like you really yeah. can. I mean, technology is amazing. We can have communities and, and never meet the people. But so as much as it's life-changing for the kids that we're helping, and that is the goal, I would say that the volunteers and the people that get behind it, it, it does just as much for them as it does the children we're feeding. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what's what's on board next for? Bam. So it's back to school. So we've got an awesome um, campaign that we – this will be our second year. We're doing it with Vera Bradley. So Vera Bradley came on board last year and donated 25,000 backpacks Wow. To Blessings. Wow. And they hosted events for us. And so there are these huge events across the United States with different celebrities and influencers. So it's a really great, you know, we get tons of awareness. We get in front of a whole new set of eyes that we would never get in front of before. Sure. So last year we did events with Sarah Michelle Geller. Love her. Oh. A Cruel Intentions. Still one of my all-time favorites. I loved her. I loved mean, her. We need to rewatch that. And Buffy. Uh, well, Don't be coming over here, vampire. Yeah, and all the kids were like, "You are Daphne and Scooby Doo." Like they loved <laughs> oh, her. Yeah. They loved her, and she was a doll. And we did Jason and Brittany Aldean down in Nashville, oh, yeah. and um, a lot of the Bachelorette girls. We've had them and Sean Johnson and her husband. Who I love her. Oh, we fell in love with Sean and her husband, and they are so sweet. And she's expecting now. Is and she so really? yes, oh, she's yay. like the cutest little pregnant person. They've been so good to blessings and. So it's been, that was a really great way for us to be introduced to a lot of these celebrities that have great social media following mm-hmm. and are willing to, you know, put it out there for us. And so this year we kicked off last week. We were involved in Jennifer Hudson's Hatch Day in Chicago. Oh, wow. nice. So we did that on Wednesday and then we start full-fledged next week. We've got an event in Nashville. We've got an event in L.A., New York City. Wow. Um, so, Panama City, the one that we're doing in Panama City is with Vera mm-hmm. Bradley. Um, so and fun. so now we're hitting the road with Vera, and they're donating 50,000 bags this year. Wow. I know. 
and they're doing eight wow. to ten events for us across the United States. So it's just and all this sounds great, but, but it's also a, the hunger is. I mean, it's, yeah, you're. It's like a drop in the bucket. So all everything helps. Oh my goodness, yes, yes. like. 13 to 15 million children. It sounds like we're feeding a lot. We're feeding 87,000. And, hey, we're right. pumped with that. You're doing it. Yeah. But when the grand scheme of 13 to 15 million, there's so many children out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like these amazing partnerships that shine that light yeah. mm-hmm. on us. Now we're in, you know, these Vera Bradley stores all across the country. And being able to have the backing of someone so such a large, well-known brand mm-hmm. saying, hey, we support this organization, you should too. Yeah. It's just like it, it can take us to the next level. I love that for you guys. McDonald's so much. and right. Kellogg's. I mean, like these yeah, are these are big names. These I mean, are big are, ones. But yeah. I feel like we need more. Always, yes. we always yeah. need more. And we love our people here. We are so proud of like our hometown partners. Like KFC kills it for us every year. Mm-hmm. They they own a school. They adopt a school downtown. They feed the school. They go down there. They actually ended up um, renovating the teachers' lounge down there. So, like I said, it's more than just the food. You get in there, you feed these children, you meet them, but you want to do more for them. You want to plant gardens. You want to read books to them. You want to help the teachers in any way you can. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, we are changing these children's lives that we're feeding, but I feel like some days the volunteers are getting just as much out of it as the kids are. I love that. Lots of gratitude. I know, so much. So much. So, is there, like, one, like wish list donor or I mean a company that you just would be like, this is it blown away to work with oh, I mean I don't know there's so many of them there's so big ones you know if you you know Walmart always has so much money and we're always like hey hey over here remember yeah. us hey <laughs> um but even still here I mean there's large corporations um that we would love to get in front of Texas Roadhouse here is a great partner of ours mm-hmm. so we're working at it yeah we're small and mighty we're yeah, getting yeah. at them a little bit at a time it's like Amazon too. So like if you get Amazon on board, I know. Which that's they got a local facility here. There's a big one. There's so many big ones. So we're always like, hey, who do you know? Yeah. What Can you get us do? in front of some people? I know. And the thing is, we take you one time to pack bags for us, and you're sold. We don't even have to sell it. We can take you to one of the schools here in town where you're actually packing with the kids, and you see it. That's what happened with KFC. I was like, hey, I'll meet you down there. Went down there. They were like, oh, we're sold. What can we do? And they have done so much for our kids. And so that's all it really takes. Give me 10 minutes at one of my schools on a Friday morning, and you'll never be the same. Right. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is tangible. This is what I've always loved about this organization, is that you can you can see it, like, you can see, see it. it, feel it, you see it, like you can it. It's and it's easy to get. Yep. Like, I can explain it in thirty seconds or yep. less. Yep. We, and, and we've always said that we feed elementary. We really focus on elementary school students. We have high schools and middle schools, but we try to focus on the elementary school student. And so, if we couldn't explain what we do to who we're serving, then we've gotten too complicated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all we do is we feed kids on the weekend. Anybody yeah. can understand that. Mm-hmm. Five-year-old, 95-year-old. Yeah. So we keep it simple. We are one of those organizations that you can actually see where your money goes. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, if you want to see, we'll take you down. You can pack bags. You can volunteer. Right. You can have five and give out hugs because they love that. Who doesn't love a hug? I know. I know. Some grassroots it's right there. So it's awesome. We love, that is our roots. We're grassroots. We're Southern. <laughs> Your blue glass reads. We, <laughs> we hug. We hug. Thank y'all. you. <laughs> That's All awesome. Right. Um, well, I do have a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just because I know you personally and I adore you. So yes. um, I'm just curious what is your favorite emoji? Oh. Uh, well, I mean, the peach emoji because, yeah, 
My daughter is Georgia. Oh. And we don't, she, half the time, like, she literally thinks Peach is part of her name. So she'll say, my name is Georgia Peach Foster Grizzle. Like, she's going to be <laughs> devastated one day when she realizes Peach she's, is not a part of her name. We don't even Sounds like her, her debutante name. name. Like, right. Her, like, coming debutante out party. Like. Which she is the biggest little bruiser ever. Today she wore a dress for the second time in her whole entire life. She's four. And, um, but it's funny because my mom was like, even with that dress on, she would still like put somebody in a headlock. She's right. the youngest of four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. yeah. So yeah. she's the youngest of four. She's got to fit herself. She's mm-hmm. like ready. Yeah. So I use that peach emoji, whether it's like peach is on fire or peach just custed someone right. or peach <laughs> is just like ran out of the house naked. There's lots of peach emojis getting flown around. Okay. That, that's a verse. My daughter has Luna and we use a moon. See? Like There's moon no and then like maybe the fire yeah. moon and being like the eye roll moon and uh, the poop emoji sometimes oh yeah beat me shit yep yes. get it yep. get that I get that <laughs> There's no need to even type Georgia anymore it's too long yeah it's such a good point it's high it's high on the list <laughs> and she's so smart too she's like the youngest of four she's four so You're so smart the, the younger one is. It's the manip it's all right it's, I know there's so many things well I say I that um. The oldest, so I have a 17-year-old stepdaughter who's drop-dead gorgeous. She knows it. Um, And then I have a 9-year-old and a 6-year-old son and a 4-year-old daughter. And I like to believe that the 4-year-old and the 6-year-old will be the one, like, plotting to steal the car. The 9-year-old is going to tell on them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, because we call the youngest two Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, for sure. They are, like, in cahoots. They love each other. They also fight the most. Mm-hmm. But they are going to be the one that we're going to be scared of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My nine-year-old will take care of us when we're old. The other two are either like, be CEOs <laughs> or in jail somewhere. So we're not I've sure. always said, mm-hmm. just don't go to jail and don't live in my basement. Yeah. If yeah. I accomplish those two tasks for all three of my children, yeah. uh, I'm, winning. Yeah. I'm winning. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Get out of my do- house. Don't be in the big house. It is right. funny that um, my 17-year-old, her bedroom's in the basement. We call her the basement troll. <laughs> Rising up. I'm like, well, somebody go tell the troll dinner ready? And they're like, we will. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, you're just like us, Nikki. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, we fit. I kind of wanted to do a back to school. Okay. So what is your favorite back to school tradition? Oh, I mean, you know, you've got to, like, put the sign out and get the picture. <laughs> so I was putting the sign together. And I have four kids at four different schools. Let's just oh. put it that way. Do they Ooh. all have the first day, like, the same first day? They did, yeah. Oh, that's tricky. Did and you have so to make four Abby did not. My stepdaughter did okay. not get a sign, and I think she was a little bitter. Oh, But I was okay. like, well, you'll be fine. <laughs> I'll make one for your first day of college. So I was putting the sign together for my son, and his school name was, like, long. And I was like mumbling and grumbling and my husband walked in he was like do you hear yourself right now like this is really like a mom problem this is like you are fired up about to go buy a new sign mm-hmm. nobody gives a shit about this like <laughs> so uh yeah they all three had their own signs i love it that's so funny so, it's commitment because mm-hmm. you know what it feels like once you get that picture done and it's social media official you don't really care what happens oh did you spill something on your shirt i don't care right keep it moving go. did you did you you know mm-hmm. yeah you forgot your lunch? All right. Sorry. Well, because on Instagram, it looks fabulous. <laughs> I totally agree. Totally Get out. Bye. 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 We're done. See you in <laughs> Waving. Bye, boo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we love that you've been here and oh, explaining the you. mission. And um, how can our listeners find Blessings? Yeah. Blessingsinabackpack.org. Uh, it's all there. Um, 
Are you guys on Instagram? We are. And the Facebook. And the Facebook. And the Facebook. And the Twitter. Mm. Oh. And, oh, I know. We're all the things. You're so official. We are so official. Um... So, yeah, blessingsinabackpack.org. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Um, you can donate, volunteer. Uh, we have note cards that we'll send you, and you can do little positive note cards and mail them back, and we put them in the bags. We love it. It's so fun getting them back, too, because we, like, I love we that. have to kind of shift through them to make sure nobody said anything crazy. But we get some right. really good ones um, for the kids, and, you know, so. Oh, positivity. Fantastic. So Thanks to do. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah, yes. no problem. Thanks for having me. And if you are still with us today and listening, uh, feel free to drop us a line on our Instagram <gasps> at crazysinlife or send us an email at getzen at crazysinlife.com. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.